Welcome to the Full Auto News Podcast. Here are some selections from stories that you should know. In our first story, the wintry mix was hitting hardest in the northern tier of the nation. Schools throughout the Dakotas, Minnesota, and Wisconsin were called off. Offices closed, as did the Minnesota legislature. Travel was difficult. Weather contributed to more than 1,200 canceled flights across the country by mid-morning, according to tracking service Flight Aware. About one-third of those canceled flights, roughly 400, were due to arrive or depart from the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. In the next story, Mark Ball testified Wednesday at Alex Murdaugh's double murder trial that more than a dozen people who weren't first responders or law enforcement walked around the scene of the killings before South Carolina agents arrived to investigate. When state agents arrived, Murdaugh, his law partners, and friends were all sent back to the family home, which authorities had not entered since arriving after Murdaugh called 911 to say his wife and son were shot. Murdaugh may testify, but prosecutors are likely to use Ball's testimony to show that Murdaugh lied to police about where he was and what happened that night. In a story that I'm kind of alarmed by, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has given Fox News Channel host Tucker Carlson exclusive access to footage from the Jan 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol, an alarming breach of security that has angered Democrats. Critics warned that Carlson's heavily partisan retelling of the attack could endanger Capitol security. In a story that you wish was about you, the winner of a $1.35 billion Mega Millions jackpot has come forward to collect the prize, state officials said Wednesday. The winner had been a mystery and remains a mystery. The Maine State Lottery said the winner chose to remain anonymous and collect the cash option through a limited liability company, Lacoma Island Investments LLC, instead of receiving the full amount in payments over time. In some Senate news, Sen. John Tester will seek re-election to a fourth term in 2024, a boost to Democrats' hopes of maintaining a seat in the Republican-leaning state as they try to hang on to their narrow Senate majority. Tester, 66, said he was seeking re-election to continue standing up for veterans and to lower costs, which his campaign said referred to rising expenses for housing, health care, child care, and other needs. In some world news, the N military denies that it is planning to test its new Zircon hypersonic missiles during naval drills off the coast of South Africa this week that will coincide with the one-year anniversary of the invasion of Ukraine. China's Navy also is participating in the Indian Ocean exercises, which come at a time when Russia's relationship with the West is at its lowest point since the Cold War and ties between China and the United States are under serious strain. To add to the story, the invasion of Ukraine has caused a global crisis, with tens of thousands of troops killed or seriously wounded on each side and thousands of civilians killed. Europe has been reinvigorated by the conflict, while Russia has become a pariah in the West. The war has redrawn nations' relations with one another and frayed a tightly woven global economy. And now down the street, the deepening ties between China and Russia were on display Wednesday as Wang Yi, the Chinese Communist Party's most senior foreign policy official, visited Moscow. The visit comes as the conflict in Ukraine continues to upend the global diplomatic order. Relations between Russia and the West are at their lowest point since the Cold War, and ties between China and the U.S. are also under serious strain. Wang stressed that Moscow and Beijing both support multipolarity and democratization of international relations a reference to their shared goal of countering the perceived U.S. dominance in global affairs. Russian President Vladimir Putin hailed ties between the two countries and added that the Kremlin expects Chinese President Xi Jinping to visit Russia. The Russian leader noted escalating international tensions, adding that in this context, cooperation between the People's Republic of China and the Russian Federation on the global arena is particularly important for stabilizing the international situation. While weighing that Chinese-Russian relations aren't directed against any third countries and certainly can't be subject to pressure from any third countries, the specter of the war and the ways in which it has galvanized the West and deepened its divide. And now the American respond from the president. Joe Biden says that Russian President Vladimir Putin made a big mistake by suspending his country's participation in the last remaining U.S.-Russia nuclear arms control treaty. The U.S. president was in Poland to reassure eastern flank NATO allies that the U.S. will remain by their sides amid the grinding Russian invasion of Ukraine. And that should be enough to make you dangerous.